so I oh, had all we're, the we're live, so just watch the P's and Q's. Oh, <laughs> hey, this I is a Blair uh, show. I, well, I knew we'll you could get a kick off that. This is stuff that was in my garage, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. That's going to go on the car, is it? And look at this, buddy. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to steal this, for, you know, the signs off the side of the road. So I had these. Uh, these were in my garage. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna yeah, so. just put our names up on the. Uh, yeah, for sure. Bottom of our pictures here. So uh, we got Cohen online. Uh, we're with Richard Hop. He's a he's a fan and a and we came we came friends through the YouTube here, and. Uh, I just said, hey, listen, we've got a guy coming on today, the uh, Polaris ambassador, and uh, you might be interested in the show. And I said, he said, that sounds awesome. I said, hey, Richard, you want to come on? And he said, sure. There we go. That's more of the, the spirit of the episode today. <laughs> Love that. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'll keep yeah. that down there. And when Nuns shows up, we'll, we'll pull it up, right? So Yeah, for sure. I'm just going to text Nuns and just tell them that we're online. We're on live, and uh, anytime he's ready, and away we go. But uh, it's nice seeing your concrete wall there, too, by the way. Oh, there we go. Where do you get those swags? Like, so, didn't you only order them, or what? Yeah, so when we snow checked last year, these are the two items that you, that Polaris sent us, was the towel that you got oh, here. Nice. You can see it, right? So the, the yeah. towel, and then the aluminum uh, sign. Oh sweet, that that's actually nice. That's better yeah, than nice. the, the Skidoo um, hand grippers or whatever they were. <laughs> yeah. What was it this year? They're sending out skipping ropes or something stupid like that. Oh yeah, Skidoo always has some great product. You know, some some extra stuff to buy, and and their accessories are always second to none. Like they they know how to do the snowmobile oh, stuff. So yeah, yeah, right. for sure. But it's nice to see other manufacturers, uh, you know, keeping up with the with the whole deal right so yeah yeah for sure yeah. hey cohen where are you um if, hopefully i'm saying your name right where are you uh, watching from well i just put that in there in the chat can you richard can you see the chat on your screen there like on no the I, oh are you on the youtube see i'm on the no I'm actually, i can actually see it on the on the dashboard for Streamyard. oh i can't see it oh i said oh where'd you go i'm all alone get him back right now there he is sorry man i i can't hey, oh, hey. get the Welcome chat back you see me here yeah yeah you disappeared there for a second we're uh, we're actually making some bad tv here <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the first, hey, hey it's the first show come on let's it it give me a little bit of bugs right so Jerry Seinfeld had to start somewhere when he did the show. That's right. That's right. So I can't see the chat. All I'm seeing is like I typed in there. I'm here. Can you see that, Gary, or no? What can I? I'm gonna go over here. Yeah. So that's Cohen Ranahan. Um, he that hopefully that's not a spam. And then I just replied back a little. But anyway, so. I, I'm supposed to text Mark Bow to uh, let him know we're on too. So I'll do that. So oh, you know what's weird, Gary? I went on. Nunzio is going to be half an hour more. That's okay. We'll, we can still chat if you're all right with that. I we, yeah, we, we can do that. We can have a look at some stuff and 
yeah chit chat. Sure. I don't think anyone can I should I just keep it live then and uh... yeah, might as well. Eh? It's up to you. Might as well. Yeah. And then that way, if anyone comes in, they won't leave if we get anybody. I so I I went on and onto the YouTube there, and it's like a five second delay compared to um, uh, Streamyard. So I, I can't really see the chats. I can't see the chats. No. So. I think when we get chats, they'll pop up. There there is only one there. Um, okay. Tom, we were talking earlier, and you had mentioned something that I'm really flattered about uh, about how you you know how long have you been snowmobiling and and how do you get back into it kind of thing you know not to not to rehash it but yeah. I thought, I, I'm flattered by it. No, uh, well, so, so I snowmobiled years ago. Um, God, back in the well, when I was 16, I started snowmobiling. I got introduced to it with my brother-in-law. And then I got my own sleds, uh, a 98 MXZ 583 and an S, uh, SX. Well, I started off with a 94 VMAX 600. And then yeah. got rid of that and got a 97 SX 700 when the Yamaha came out with that new uh, new chassis, which was great. Ran it for a year, then got a 98 SRX 700, then a 2000 SRX 700. Um, we got my, little, my, my eldest son in a, a Mini Z when they first came out. Actually, that was a cool story. Uh, I dealt with Bill at Northland Recreation, oh, and they nice. were, they hand built. There was four of them touring around that they hand built to sell for the, the the next year. And Bill says, "Listen, I got four of these coming in. Do you want one?" So I said, "Absolutely." So we bought my eldest son a Mini Z, and it was the pre prototype. There was only four of them built, and I still got the serial number, and it was the number one of the four that was built. So That's he, awesome. Yeah, he still had those are little four strokes, right? Yeah, it was a Honda four stroke in it, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so, that's pretty cool. Like I've yeah. heard them, they're like, <laughs> yeah, 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 they're pretty cool. So he he still has that. So we snowmobiled for a while, and then both my kids got into uh, a rep hockey, and then I, I got out of it for well, how long? Fifteen years. Came back last year, and the, the last year I coached uh, my son in hockey, um, I figured I want to come back, right, and, and got the the okay from the boss, and uh, decided to. Uh, just go on YouTube and take a look, right? And yeah. I Googled and I came across your channel. And it was odd and really weird because you were like 15 minutes away from where I used to snowmobile all the time. Uh, I, was awesome. on, I was on Skeleton Lake and you're down near Port Sydney and Mary Lake. So I yeah, Googled yeah. and I started watching and then uh, I watched all your videos. I, I um, what did I do? I, you know, just basically went through them all and it got me all pumped up. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting back into this next year. I, I got to get back into this. That's so. Awesome. That's so wild. I did that and I reached out to my buddy who I used to ride with and he's like, Hey, listen, you know, come up here, come ride. And they're over in Halliburton there, tall pines. Yeah. Nice. Club. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, ended up getting back in that way and, uh, it was great. Last year road put on uh, 4,700 kilometers. Uh, well, that's decent. That's a good year, man. That yeah, wasn't bad. I got, got to yeah. go back, uh, one time, wanted to get back, but with the COVID thing, it never happened. But, uh, so, but yeah. hoping to put on yeah. a lot more kilometers this year too, because uh, my my buddies all live off Kwagama. Um, yeah, nice, must, nice. Yeah, yeah well, we'll definitely. That, you're you're on the list to ride for sure. That's yeah, that's so yeah. close. Yeah. Like we and love like, going. I mean, that the Dorset run is, I don't know what it would be, forty five minutes from our place on trails possibly, but yeah. it's it's one where we get there at four o'clock or five o'clock, and Drew always goes. Oh, I want to go for a ride. Yeah. And we end up in Dorset, right? Like last year, yeah. the only time I went to the tower was, was pitch dark, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night. It was one of those yeah. quick runs 
you know, let's just take a rip up here. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what, the night's gone. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. What are your plans yeah, a, this year for riding? Like, what, did you have any any trips planned out? Or uh, Well, my good friend Steve, who, who I ride with, who plans all of our, our, all of our rides, um, I, I ride a lot with him and my other friend Gordon Rick. Um, yeah. they're, they, all three of them are on, on Quagama. So, uh, I'll be riding a lot with them again this year. Um, Steve does all our planning. He, he does all our trips. Right. So when we go ride in the weekend, he knows where we're going. It's awesome. I mean, I can't yeah. complain. Like it's like having a tour guide every weekend. Like he's fantastic. He knows yeah. all the areas. Like we get up to Barry's Bay, like all over the place. We, you know, yeah. it's rarely that we ride the same trails every weekend. So it, it's good. We're good that way. So. Nice. And uh, yeah, we plan on riding it there. We hopefully we're going to get to Quebec a couple, like I said, a couple times this this uh, season. But who knows with with COVID and, and everything going on? So yeah, but, yeah. Well, you know. that's thing you mentioned about hockey and hockey for us is canceled this year. Um, well, it's not canceled, but it's so streamlined. It's Drew's last year midget, and he just said, okay. you know what, to play three on three or four on four, and there's no yeah. rep division now. They're all pooled in together, so it, you'll have like the very basic local leaguers playing with the high-end nice. uh, rep players and it's well it's 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 nice that all their friends would be together but yeah. when you're only talking three on three or four on four it might be a rat race and if fees don't drop then i i said you know what let's take that money and go to quebec or something like that so yeah we'll see yeah. what happens and hopefully we can get there like it is what it is you know they yeah. say so, yeah, hockey's not cheap, man. Like I had, I had two boys in, in rep hockey, and my one son was a goalie. Like we were spending oh. upwards of like sometimes ten grand a season. Like you know, yeah. both of them going different directions and, and and whatnot. So that was another thing that kind of alleviated and made it easier to get back in the snow lane was not spending on the on the hockey anymore. So yeah, yeah. So, so I'm glad oh, yeah. to be back in though, man. It's a great sport. The trails are as good. This the the the, the hardware, like the the machines now. Like, like oh. I said, I, I had a 2002 SRX. Like, I mean, I, it, it's like night and day coming. I mean, when I was getting out of the sport, the Rev came in uh, with the beaver tail. So that, oh, was, yeah, that, right that, that was the pyramidal yeah. design. That was the first forward sled. So it was huge. And I got to ride it once. I thought it was kind of weird. It was kind of sitting up like a, like an ATV or a dirt bike, right? And it made yeah. sense. It made yeah, sense rather than sitting back and having your back beaten on all the time. Yeah, all so, for sure. But, uh, well, yeah. I, when I left the sport, I had a, I mean, I got pictures in 1989, 1990, we're, we're parked and there's brand new Mach 1s and Formula Plus and, and an MX, uh, Formula MX, all parked in a line. And then it's our, like my buddy Dino's Indy and I had a 1980 or 81 uh, Yamaha Exciter 440. That thing was awesome. It did like 80 miles an hour, no problem at all. But yeah. it's a real nice ride at the back, but no suspension in the front. And then oh. that's the thing I got out of it. Yep. We've had, I don't know if, if anyone else is watching, knows we went through a spell there where winters were horrible. I mean, you had to travel yeah. with machine. And uh, the, the last year we went away as a, as a group of buddies. Um, we had my 1980 uh, uh Exciter, my buddy had a Formula Plus, and it might have been an uh, it might have been an eighty seven, eighty eight, like it was the red one with the with the yeah. low windshield and stuff yeah. on it, and it was new. Like he had probably one of the newer sleds, but it wasn't brand new. And then we had an Indy Sport, which is like a four eighty fan, yeah. and uh, and an Indy four hundred liquid cooled, which was pretty cool. So we drove up north to Gravenhurst, and my 
the guy with the Indy 400 and the guy with the Formula Plus had rented a hotel room for the whole season. And basically, you park your sleds and they had locks through the skis and you can nice. just hop in your car every weekend and go, yeah, nice. But the first weekend we went up there, it was like, I remember the thermometer by the swimming pool was like minus 25. <laughs> That's and when winters was, were good, though. That's when we had winters. Four windshield, lots of snow, yeah. minus 25. Two sleds would start. My old <laughs> 480 and the Formula Plus were the only two that would run. The yeah. Indy 400 ran, but as he had strapped it to the trailer, he cranked the suspension down and it froze down. So he had oh, no wow. rear suspension. So he couldn't even ride it. We went out the, the first night we got there, let's say Friday night. Yeah. And uh, we went out and he goes, I just got to turn around. I can't even handle this stuff. And I mean, and then, those back then, those suspensions were like park benches to begin with. And if it freezes up, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And Dino's 480 blew up. And, like he blew it up on the lake then the Saturday morning. So we had two sleds out of four that were actually operational. The actual toilets were frozen in the hotel room. Oh, and, wow. and there was only one truck. It was, a, I think it was a diesel that came in to boost everybody to get going so we could go Jeez. home. The doorknob was broken on the unit. And it was just a <laughs> mess. And those guys never went back. They never went back to the room. They, See, I remember to me, we left. That's a good we left, we all took a big dump in the toilet. And we couldn't flush it because it's frozen, and we just walked away, <laughs> never to be seen again. That's oh the big or whatever it's called. It's right where the where Highway 11 yep. splits from 90 in Gravenhurst, going up four lanes. Up. Before that, there's the kayak the place on everything. the one side. Yeah, 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 yeah. On the right hand side, it was in there, and the the, the place was a Bavarian restaurant or something they had. That's right. And the yeah. guy would come in, and my buddy Dino was calling him Hans. Eh? Hey, Hans, what you doing? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What a mess. Like, it was, yeah. just, it was just nasty. Oh, the best part was when we went to uh, <laughs> Snowmobile Storage, that, the, four, the, the 1980 Exciter was, like, showroom condition. It had, like, I bought it from a neighbor. It had, like, 900 kilometers on it. It was, like, never ridden. So Those I were nice sleds. I'm in the phases oh, yeah. of beautiful sleds, man. Yeah. So I take it over to my buddy Dino's house. He had just been married and, and he's got a house and he had two dogs, like little yappy dogs. I don't know what they were, but he, uh, he goes, yeah, bring your sled over and drop it off. I had to work for the day. And then after work, he'd load it up into Grant's truck and then we'd, ha we'd all head up. It would save us time. So I take my sled over and drop it off in his backyard. And I go there after work at like five o'clock and his wife's got the kitchen table and it's got a big hunk of white foam and all this vinyl and she goes here you go gary like take this with you and i'm going like what the hell is this for well they parked the snowmobile in the backyard or we did the dogs were let out running around and they ate my seat totally off <laughs> they chewed it right to crap brand new oh man so we go up there and we're in the hotel room that night friday night and pounding beers and recovering seats and fixing the door handle on the hotel room. What a, and Hans comes in yelling at us. My buddy Grant's got a got one of those George Foreman grills and he's cooking in the room with it, <laughs> cooking burgers and there's grease up the wall. <laughs> oh my god! It was a it was a mess. 
That's why Dude. I won't rent the cottage to anybody. No, man, no, no, no. Well, those are the days back when you're younger, the things you used to do, right? Oh, so, God. I mean, we were old I, enough to know better, but, you know, oh, yeah. All yeah, yeah, so. yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> that's too funny, man. Oh, there's a lot of stories out there from, from the days back. Like, I, I remember um, our first sled was a VMAX. I got a 600 and a 500, uh, yeah. my ex-wife. And we got on the on the lake. <laughs> there was no difference in the top end. How Yamaha got away with that? I'm telling you, they were side by side. Oh my god! Been, oh, it was bad. It was it was it was pathetic, and it was really really bad. Uh, you know, with the the TSS front suspension and, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. VMAX 500 and 600, and there was no difference in those motors. It was bad, but anyways, yeah. those were my first two sleds that I bought. Those were yeah. Those were the first and then you go to you went to Skidoo when you first got back into it, did you? No, did you no. So so I bought a 97 SX 700. I kept the one uh, VMAX 600, and then we got rid of it and traded it in on a 98 MXZ 583 for for my ex wife. So she oh, rode nice. an MXZ 583, and I had the 97 uh, 700 SX. Yeah, yeah nice. so it, was good. it was a nice sled, and I'd hop on that Skidoo sometimes when I'd head over towards uh, Kawagama there. You know, sometimes because it was a good hour and a half, two hours to get over there, right? So sometimes when I wanted to do some ditch bang, I'd hop on that. So yeah, yeah, the uh, XRS 800 oh, E-Tech. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a you're gonna love that. That's the XS chassis too. That's a really nice sled. Um, our, my friend Dino had the 2016 XRS 800 and yep. he put, he traded it in, in, in two or three seasons. He had 13,300 kilometers on it and he still had wow. the original belt and oh, the original wow. plugs in it. Like, and he runs a, like he <clears throat> ride, like it's not a, uh, it's not a, um, he doesn't baby these things. He keeps it maintained. It went back to. Adam Furlong at BYR or the dealer, he was dealing with Lockhart's Odyssey at that time. Um, it went back faithfully to get serviced preseason and and anything that even looked remotely to be addressed. But he's on this thing ran like a top. It was a 2016 XRS 800 ETEC. And it uh, and I, I can believe it when he told me he hadn't even touched the belt on it. He set That's the wild, deflection, man. but he yeah. didn't uh, he he's never done that and we got mark bo of course the yamaha started <laughs> actually i'm looking yeah. there uh um to uh gary uh, my buddy steve's in there too steve oh, jones yeah, he's, he, yeah, he, yeah, 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 he's, sure. he's he's uh he's the the guy that takes us on and leads us on all our trips man a fabulous guy uh die hard right too man right he's got on. some stories he's got some good stories yeah. too so Oh, that's so, cool. I guess Nuns will be showing up soon, eh? He'll be up here. I guess he said he'd be about 530, um, 520, yeah, 530. So yeah. Yeah, another 15 but, um, minutes. Yeah, Nuns is a great guy. You know what? I forgot my little I've, agenda. Oh, wait, I'm on I've got it. But anyway, like Nuns is a great guy. He uh, it's a funny story because I actually uh I've got a little video clip I want to show, but Nuns I met through a Facebook group just chit-chatting and I print t-shirts and I, some people know that some people don't. So I do custom t-shirts. So he's had me do stickers for his vehicles and custom t-shirts. And, and I did a custom COVID mask for him recently. So um, I've known him for years. And uh, the one, when I was looking, I had a MXZ 550X that my son was driving and I had the 800 E-Tech and the 800 E-Tech was getting way better fuel mileage and oil consumption than the oh, yeah. 550. So it took like 
it took one season and basically I'm going like, we are spending the amount of gas and oil in this little 550. We could buy, we could pay for a hotel room for a weekend snowmobile ride if we got him into 600 ETEC. So I, I actually um, went and uh, I actually went and how do I remove that? I actually went and, and just posted online. Hey, does anyone have, I looked at a few sleds and I, I, I couldn't find anything that was straight. They're all bent. To, yeah. They're all bent to crap and and beaten hard, ridden hard and put away wet, the kind of thing, <laughs> high miles. So I just finally put on anybody selling a good 600 E-Tech that's straight. And yep. I, no one responded. And then it was about a couple weeks later, I said, again, you mean to tell me there's no straight MXZ 600 E-Techs out there? And then Nunzio messaged me and said, hey, talk to my buddy, Mike. He's got one. He's rebuilding right now thinking about selling so that's how michael castellick and i got hooked up he and your he connection with nuns. yeah and my connection with none so the funny thing is mike and i hit it off right away and we become friends and i ride with mike every year every year since awesome. we bought fast eddie we ride with him so it uh, and then he's introduced me to jeremy and and it's it's going to be a good season the more the more you're in the sport you had said it too the the more people you meet and your your network grows bigger so absolutely um, well my good friends are are guys i ride with they're they're all my good friends you know it's it's uh it's hey mark nice good to see you buddy yeah it's good it's, uh, i go see a bunch of people in here and uh everybody in the in the chat room oh, yeah. that's my that's my buddy steve steve jones great guy yeah, uh, oh uh, yeah for I, sure the boys big. are doing a marvelous job <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> well, that's be determined though, right? <laughs> you want to talk about a diehard snowmobiler, that man right there, man. Oh, he's What's a, he a, a uh, well, he had a, an XCR 850 last year too, and him and I both snow checked. So he's getting the uh, the VR1, and I got I ordered another assault. So, so we're both looking forward to getting those. Uh, and I can't wait till Nuns gets on here because we got some questions I want to ask him. Um, nice, because nice. I, I also yeah. texted with, with Nuns, and actually, he he answered so many questions when I was on the fence of whether, because I just got back into the into the, in the ride last year, and I loved yeah. my uh, my 2020 Axis Assault. It was an amazing sled; like I was blown away by it. Yeah. Um, but seeing the new stuff that was coming out, I was intrigued by the screen. Uh, we mentioned the the thermostat hand grips, which is huge. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's and, right. I mean that that really huge. Oh, all the all the all the, the the goodies yet. Yeah. Like, yeah so. So I reached out to nuns through uh, the Facebook group, the, the players uh, Facebook group. And, and uh, he answered and I, I chatted with him, man, probably for two, two and a half, three hours. Uh, and he answered all my questions and everything I answered, he made me feel confident that, Hey, they're a great sled. He said, you loved your, your 20 assault. He goes, wait until you ride that matrix. It's, it's, so I'm looking forward to it. My buddy Steve, same thing. He's he's got the VR one coming, so we're 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 excited for the season. Yeah, well, that's great. A, that's, that's the thing. I mean, every the manufacturers all are all building good product. It's and and yep. you see that all the time, and uh, you almost get sick of seeing it online. Hey, what do you like? Could you eight fifty or the Polaris eight fifty? And it's like you know what? Sit yeah, you're splitting hairs. You're splitting hairs. Exactly. You're splitting yep. hairs. Yep. If you're talking racing them, it's how fast can you go like that it driver is going to be the thing and yep. really maintenance is going to be one thing or another i don't think either one of them is, uh making a bad product and the, no. and i mean that's why i i thought i'd do this more with the polaris focus today because 
I've been accused of being more of a skidoo biased guy, but I'm not. I, I and no. I've always said I sometimes I joke and you know <laughs> it, it, I, it just happens to be the name that pops in my head when I'm riding, right? But yeah. the uh, you know, it's I'll be the first to go online and say, you know, they're both great sleds. Get your ass on one, get some seat yeah. time if you can, and just yep. buy the one that feels best for you. Uh, you yep. can't you can't don't buy a sled because your buddy thinks it's a cool color or because your buddy says skews are the best or because your buddy says our cat's the best or Polaris is the best. Buy it because it's right for you. They're all great. They're all great sleds these days. Technology's there. Maintenance technologies are there. And away you go. And this year is really exciting. I'm Like from both Skidoo and Polaris, they mm-hmm. both have good product coming out this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they What's definitely the push each other. They definitely, they definitely push each other for for the technology, yeah. and and yeah. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's good for the sport. It's good for everyone. Um, you and I, I were hope. talking today off there before, and and you know, I think it's important. I hope that that all four of them stay in the business, because you know, yeah. I, I, my, me personally, I don't, I don't want to see two uh, two manufacturers. That's not good for anybody. And you know, I know the sales are very minimal from Yamaha and Articat, but you know, still they're part of the they're part of the ecosystem, and 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 I think you need to have four manufacturers. So, and oh, and yeah. you know, I, I got friends yeah. that ride Skidoo's and Yamahas, and they're great. They're, they're great products. It's you know, it's to each their own of whatever what you want, and you know, yeah, whether well, you ride whatever brand, it's it's good. Yeah, it's just good. good to see people out riding, and and like I said, they're all pretty pretty close. So, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Cohen, I see you got Muskoka in your uh, in your thumbnail there. Is that is that where you're you're uh, texting from? Is that where you you live out of? That's uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm up near Port Sydney in the in the cottaging time in the winter time. But am I going to surprise us with an 850 this year? You know what? The honest truth is, I tried to surprise you guys last year with an 850, but I'm broke as hell, so that's <laughs> not gonna happen. Yeah. Actually, Mark, I surprised Mark, you guys with a with a four year with a four year old or six hundred. I yeah. went from an eight hundred to a six hundred. That was a two thousand nine. You know what? I don't regret it. It's, it's yeah, awesome. And you know, the thing is, Gary, you were out riding. You know, honestly, on the on the grand scheme of things, at the end of the day, you're out riding, man. And that's yeah. You know, yeah. like I mean, okay, eight fifty, six fifty, six whatever on the lake. Yeah, okay. But yeah. you know what? The, the important thing is you're out riding, and that's that's why we're all enthusiasts and snowmobiling and enjoying it, right? So, oh, Mark oh. just said there, I bought a blizzard because you said so. <laughs> Those are nice sleds, though, Mark. Those are yeah. awesome, awesome. Oh, sleds. absolutely, absolutely. Well, Pasty boy, he he has one down there, and I think it was amazing. I think it was smart that Skidoo brought that that name brand back. And it's it's kind of I'm kind of disappointed that they got rid of it for for 2021. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it'll come back in a couple of years because it's a great brand. It's uh, you know, yeah. I like seeing the old badge badge names come back, right? Well, that's right. And Mark says you're right. We need all of them. But yeah, Mark got a, a 2018 Gen Four. It's it's sweet. Like that's the thing. It's uh, I was afraid he almost went to a four stroke, and it okay. It's like Mark, don't like. Don't do yeah, that to yourself. It, it depends. Yeah, on nothing wrong with it, but he, no, no, it's going to be so. I can't wait. It's a six hundred R two that he got, right? And uh, I can't wait. Sweet motor, beautiful sled. Yeah, it's fast. I I raced one with my eight hundred, and I was embarrassed to say how. And my eight hundred was clutch, and it has uh, had the uh, Bondi airbox in it, and yeah. and uh, and two degree timing advance, so it was quick out of the hole, and that. I didn't gain anything on them until we got really rolling. And I mean, 
really rolling is I'm not going that fast anyway. If you're dragging your buddies on a lake, great. But if we would have got on perfect snow conditions, he might have he might have got the got me on a on a couple of the runs. They say that 600 hours faster as fast or faster than the 850 skidoo in 330 feet. That was what Americans told me. It's in my video. It's I, I put yep. I put the yep. picture of the the test runs in that in that video. And I mean it's yeah. light. That's the thing. My new 600 that I got, the 2009, it's got it doesn't have an electric starter. So I've got no battery, uh, no starter, no weight of the mm -hmm. ring gear. That thing yep. between the two, when I was running 120 tracks on them, uh, so so Drew's uh, 2009 MXZ uh, 600, the 50 edition, mine the MXZX, and uh, mine was way faster, like right out of the bit. Now I, not to say that his was the fastest 600 E Tech. Yeah, out there. I yeah. I think there's room for improvement on that from going from fast Eddie to to the great yeah. one. Okay. He's right. We went from I'm, 669 to 99. Actually, and, uh, that reminds me of us talking about that, Gary. When Nuns comes on here, I want to ask him about that 650 motor because apparently that's supposed to be amazing. Like that's got my attention, like yeah, big time. Like that that yeah. is supposed to be. They're saying, well, the video I'm about to show you guys. They're saying it's 130 to 140 horsepower is what they figure that thing's putting out. So sorry about your old 800s, guys. This this uh, this little 650 <laughs> is gonna is gonna leave you. You know. So, you see Steve, Steve's comments down there. Uh, I know we were waiting for Nunzio, but I want to mention to Mark. I watched his video on the BRP sports bag. And he packs more clothes than that. I would pick on a month. <laughs> I think he's just from the point of how much it holds. But yeah, I, I, you know what? Mark's videos are great too, man. Like I, I, oh, I yeah, actually, sure. after yeah. watching that, I went and bought, believe it or not, I know this, this is going to sound a little bit weird, but but not really. Um, I bought the 20 liter um, uh, bag, BRP bag um, because of that. And it fit on my Assault Amazing. I had to get brackets from a company... Um, Tech Industries out of Quebec to mount it, but that oh, that, yeah, yeah, that's that right. link system is second to none, and I don't care. Yeah. And I'm I'm not uh, ashamed to say that I have it on my Polaris. It, they're great. That, those link accessories are are amazing, man. They're they're yeah. unreal. So one thing <laughs> does is is the accessories, and I pulled this to Mark, and the fit and finish of their product is is second to none. Now the new the new Polaris, like even last year's model. I noticed they had really sharpened up the panel fit and, mm -hmm. and everything. The, the ergonomics of the whole machine was a lot better. And then that the uh, we're going to get into the styling of the new ones, but the uh, I think the overall comparison to fit and finish is is getting pretty close between the two. And that 650, I think, is going to be yeah. raise the bar and. And yeah, it pushes them each other, like we were saying, Gary. It'll it's going to push each other, right? You're, you'll see a new 650, obviously, probably down the road from, from BRP, I yeah. would imagine. You know, so see, here's uh, the thing, Mark. Mark Mark says right on screen. So anybody watching live <laughs> or after the fact, if go on and and check out Mark Bo's channel. He's a small channel. Mm -hmm. He he puts a lot of work into his videos. He, this year he's going to be doing more. He says, um, and everything he does is come comes from the heart, and he's got some really good content. And hopefully we can get him on the trail more. He was busy last winter, so he didn't get a lot of riding in. But yep. we'll, we'll change that this year. And then, yeah. uh, come on, he's in Port Carling, uh, but he lives near Bellwood. Oh, so he's right near us all. Port Carling is nice. awesome. Like yeah. I, the, uh, 
the magic yeah. tour we had a bad weekend to do that but <laughs> the magic tour <laughs> I, I, oh that video I, was hilarious man that was yeah i'm not going to be the ambassador for the muskoka <laughs> magic tour but you know yeah it, uh, we had great snow it's just that i think it was a comedy of groomers being broken down and uh, yeah I, don't know. I was yeah, so yeah. mad that day i was so pissed off at, like this is march break we have yeah, one. I know. It's, here. Like, it's I was funny in certain areas, too, though. You, you scratch your head. Like my, my buddy Steve and I were saying, too, like Huntsville. Some towns just don't get it. Eh? They, 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 don't, they don't get the – I don't know. It's just weird. It's funny how you go into certain towns and you can totally see that they love the snowmobiling. You know, they like the snowmobiles showing up for, you know, to eat, gas up and all that. Halliburton, the same thing. Like, you just – you can feel the difference. You go up to Huntsville. Man, they yeah. really got to, they got to start. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, politics or whatever, but like, it's, it's yeah. just, it doesn't seem as friendly and, 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 uh, snowmobile friendly as, as the other towns around Skoka. That's my opinion. But what, what, what's your, speaking of eats, I mean, that's a big thing of snowmobile and you go out and you, that's usually where we go is like, it's, it's not the journey. It's a destination. Where's the best burger? What are, what are your, oh man. You know what? And I'm terrible. I seriously, this is brutal. I, I I wish Steve could. I wish he was on the video with us. He's probably sitting there laughing. I'm terrible at remembering the, 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 the restaurants we stop at and good oh, food. I mean, on. like I said, he. Okay, so the one uh, is it the canoe or well, no? Where yeah, was the red, it? Red, the red canoe. The red canoe. The, the red I, canoe. I, I, so I remember that, Steve. So there you go. Um, yeah. I I love that. That was heading up to I believe it was Barry's Bay. Was it? No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm thinking the other. Where is that up that way? Anyways, again, I'm brutal with with remembering. Well, that. You, that so I was reading. I was reading Collins, and I was kind of laughing because look at what his response. Oh, is. magic tour. Yeah, well. <laughs> we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's that's sad though because it could be good. But you know what? They got to open trails, or they got to communicate to people that hey, don't do it this year. Like take that loop right off until they get the the trails reopened. A, a question, or not a question, but um, everyone probably got the email from the OFSC. You see the money that they're dumping into the app? Maybe it's going to improve. Yeah, no. yeah that's, that, uh, that'll well, be something to look forward to, right? Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Well, that's the thing. The, 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 the apps are, I think, they've got competition now, right? Because um, you were asking me about the app, and I used Ride Command when it was working, but I figured out why it was. Great app. So it is. It's the best. It, yes. it is bar none the best gps map out there today and then yep. brp go is going to try and copy it but i heard not so if anyone knows in the chat or watching this after the fact put it in the comments below i heard that they don't have the approval to use the ofsc maps so could be could be a licensing agreement or something that's been the delay of them them launching that software and that's really the heart of it but the, yeah. there's no reason you couldn't come up with an algorithm that learns so everybody using that app it's drawing on the map kind of like ways right yeah it in feeds, information yeah, yeah but and then it feeds that to a database and it creates where the actual trails are i think that would be an easy algorithm to create and you know make it right but it would take a year to to get people riding using it to to yeah, that, so. that ride command is amazing. Every one of my trips, uh, when I, we went up to Amos, Quebec, when I did my trip for four days up there, it's amazing how precise it is and how accurate oh, yeah. it is. Yeah. Right down. You might be out, well, you might be out like like the trail being like you might go out like this and back in, 
but yeah. you're leaving a track. So it doesn't matter if it's not exact. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I love it with the communicators because you're ripping along and if someone's in front of you, you can go hard, like, and they don't have the map up. I can go yep. hard left or hard right or whatever. And then, you know, that's the thing. It, it It's kind of a combination thing. And I, I like what Skidoo's done with the, with the new map on the dash and the headset integration uh, with controls on the dash. Cause I think it's, I think it's a nice marriage because mm -hmm. you can, you can stay hard left, hard right. And then the guy ahead of you can also feed back, Hey, there's a branch on the trail or a, yep. a water, water hazard or, or whatever. So, you know, and these yeah. are inexpensive tools. Everyone's got a phone. It's 200 bucks. I'm putting a video out of, of how to, how I mount my iPhone to the dash. Yes. And that's yes, going to yes, come out by that. the end of September. And nice. the, uh, and the, um, and also to the, the 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 communication system. That's a little bit more money. You're probably five hundred bucks for a pair of them, but yep. they last forever. I mean, our, our, my other my old versions are still running, and yeah. they 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 communicate with the new ones as well. But the new Uclear is amazing. I um, had the uh, Colette nine hundred back when I used to ride. Uh, me and my two buddies, and I'm telling you, I love that. And that poor Les Colette actually passed away there a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then they couldn't get they couldn't keep that going. Yeah, the family I, didn't I, want to keep it going, so they shut it down. No. But you know, his story behind how that started was because his friend hit a culvert, and he couldn't he couldn't warn him. Oh, and geez. and and he was and he was horribly injured. So that's why he came up and, and created the 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 um, helmet to helmet the call that communicator. They were amazing. Yeah. I loved them back then. Now remember, this is twenty years ago, you know. Yeah. So it's it's not like the the U, U clear technology they're using now. But uh, yeah, no, I I like the communicators. I'd like to try to probably I, I may you know what Gary, I may I may invest in one. I don't know this year because uh, you know new sled. I I gotta. I'm thinking well, about another ride, another, another helmet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and a new suit. Yeah. I gotta. You know, yeah. If we ride, I said that to Mark Bo. Uh, like, I'll, I've got extras, so I'll uh, I'll bring them up, and and uh, yeah. they're easy. They pop in the helmet real quick, but it'll change your whole. Well, you've used Colette, yeah. so you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's yeah. It, like especially if you've got little kids that you're actually riding with. It's yeah, it makes or sense. even your wife or your wife or your spouse, your girlfriend. It's it's yep. it's a valuable tool that that will pay for itself in a few rides. Because yeah, I mean. For sure. it, we never have to get off our machines. Like you, you pull no, up to good. a corner. Like, what do you want? Left, right, or you hungry, or yeah. you, you cold, you warm? Like how far, how much further you want to go? And other yeah. guys are getting up, and their cords are ripping out of their helmet, and they're flipping <laughs> up the shield, and yelling, "What? What? I can't hear you!" It's like, yeah. and with the oxygen helmet there, that is oh, so nice. quiet with those ear with those ear pads inside. Yeah, I well, I watched your video there when you installed yeah. it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> are they easy to go in? Because I I've got a Titan, and I'm I'm looking at getting the Mission helmet, the new uh, not the new. It's yeah. been out for a couple of years. I'm looking to get that one, which with the face that that I, again, that's going to be all depending if there's funds for that this year. I don't know. Probably yeah, exactly. won't be for that. I mean, I got to get a new jacket and and pants and stuff. So. But, yeah, I'm uh, willing. But, to, I'm willing to try a Mission helmet if someone wants to sponsor my channel. <laughs> Hey, there you go, CKX. Hey, you never know, man. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah. but that's the pad. And Velcro is in. I've got the Velcro pad, and then there's a there's actually a, a piece of foam in here with a hole that you just pull out that the earpiece goes in, and then that okay. sticks on. So I've actually modified this a bit, which you've seen in the video, just to nice. just to uh, to fit the like I yeah. I might. That's why like I feel bad for you, Clear, because 
you hear a lot of crackling and, and fizzing in all my videos this year, except the very first one. Well, the very yep. first ride's crystal clear. I sound like I'm right there with you. And then I was putting my helmet in the truck and I bumped the cord and bent it. And I broke the actual adapter uh, that goes between the. So that's why you were getting the interference. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that, that's the thing. I always put the disclaimer that it's not the U clear. It's that it's whatever actual. Happened. Yeah. It's well, actual being honest. Purple, yeah, purple panda or whatever lavalier mic or whatever it was that I bought. Yeah. And I mean, it's and then I ordered a new adapter and and it was coming from China and and basically it never arrived like for four months. So I basically. Put the request in they sent me my money back and i'm going like no i don't want money back i want the actual adapter like yeah send me the adapter yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll wait another two months but they it pretty much uh hey we got a couple of questions yeah. down here so speeder yeah. 757 got the gps track maps for next season yeah uh, i've used those i have used yeah. those. I got, a, I got a sample um a sample of you have you used track maps me yeah no They're, no i I've only ever used the Polaris again, you know, being back from, from being out of snowmobiling for 15 years last year, I just used the Polaris command, um, app. Yeah, now yeah. A, a good friend of ours that we ride with Rick, uh, he's, he rides a skidoo. Um, he has a GPS system. Uh, maybe Steve can, can type it in here. Cause I don't know what it is, but, and it's, it's pretty darn accurate. Like that yeah. was the other thing about the, the, the onboard Polaris on the axis last year, the maps were outdated. And that's the other thing I want to ask nuns when he comes in. Like, I don't know if you'll know that, but we're, we're hoping, yeah. Steve and I are hoping that the maps are going to be updated because they were still using old maps. And and I updated oh, wow. the, my software to the, in certain areas, like, you know, where you'd go, where uh, my buddy Steve pointed out, like that, that trail hasn't been there in three years and it was still showing it on, on the, yeah, on the yeah. system. Okay. So. We had that, but it's, again, you're, when you, when you go and you map, you drive it once and it leaves your blue track. When you come back on that track, you see your, you see your blue track, right? Yeah, no, it's called the tracking system. You drop, you can yeah. drop locations, but it, it's, and I mean, with the old system, uh, the memory was very limited because I would be using that when we were driving, we were riding and it would say your limit, you reached your limit for, oh, for tracking. Cause like, you remember that system was old, man. That was, that's why yeah. we're looking, Steve and I are really looking forward to that new, uh, that new ride command, uh, that the, the whole new screen and everything, like it's supposed to be unreal. Yeah. And it's and it, and it 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 actually works within real time. Really, like there's no delay, so that's going to be yeah. a nice thing. So, yeah. like I say, Steve and I get separated, you know, like and he doesn't have to stop at the intersection. I can just look down there. Actually, same with you when you're on ride fan. We were talking about that. Yeah, exactly. We'll, oh, yeah. You'll I, be able to I, see I, where I, we are, which yeah. is awesome. Well, the one time, and they say there's a limit, and there there is and there isn't. So the one video I got, it's it's you just look in my channel, and it's um. It's, uh, it would be Stratford. It would be like uh, New Hamburg to Stratford. And I was meeting up with Paul and Dino and, and a couple of guys and I had to work. So I was going in after I was done work. So I hopped on the machine and Paul had his ride command on in his pocket. He had his phone in his pocket, his ride command on. And I go ripping down and I kept on pulling up my phone to see where he was. And he was in, he was coming from Mitchell down through St. Mary's and I, I could see his ball on the map. Well, I went up like this and, and he was coming down and we missed each other. And it's like, what? Oh my God. So then I said, I, he texted me and goes, where are you? And I said, I'm almost to Stratford. And he goes, or where was, it? yeah, it was Stratford. And he goes, we're in St. Mary. Or I, he was in St. Mary's and 
he he ended up in Stratford. I was almost to St. Mary's. So I'd all, okay. I would go way north. So it's like, he goes, just, I go, just keep going and I'll meet you there. So I turned around and went back, but I could see him on the map. I knew exactly That's awesome. where he was. Yeah. Which was really yeah. neat. And we weren't six kilometers or whatever. It's a, I could call it up and I could zoom out and I could see his ball right on the map. It's really That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, but the I'm, I'm, other people to use it and i think it's the more people that are using it like that the better yeah. it is you know so because yeah. it's it's so handy it's so easy to it, well and it, and, it, and it literally literally saves all your trips and then i can download it you can download it if you're into you know showing on and sharing it on social media where you've been um i always pause it when we stop for lunch so it gives the accuracy yeah. of how long we've been riding um and then it saves like it saves all all your trips in detail off on the on the app like it's awesome well you, you know so but, but oh yeah for sure yeah, no, nice. I, was, I was gonna so, say i did uh, use track maps like they actually sent me a sample of the uh well nuns is home that's awesome um oh, really? they actually sent me a sample and uh and the um and i tried it out now the uh i tried it out and um i i will say i was on a garmin nuvi so a car, I used a car GPS okay. and I plugged it into a cigarette lighter socket and took it. But I found that when I had, I had ride command running and you know, you get to comfortable with something and you don't want to leave it. Right. So yep. I thought, you know what, I've got ride command running. We'll do half the trip. We went up to, um, we went up to the, uh, uh mica mine up in uh what's it called up there oh i know yeah the one you've done a couple of videos there where you yeah, stopped yeah right? yeah and one of my favorite places to ride we went up there to mica mine and then i got the the garmin out and i couldn't get it to connect to the maps i had loaded maps in like loaded routes in and stuff to do this proper demo and it's right. like we farted around with it farted around with it. i put it up on the dash i couldn't see because my again i wear bifocals these aren't them I didn't have them that day. So it was a bad, I didn't even do a video on it because it's not, it wasn't the, the the mapping system. It was me more than it. I just went back to ride command and that afternoon. Yeah. So I will give them a fair shake, but we're going to pull nuns on. We're going to pull nuns on right now. Awesome. Um, here we go. There he is. Nuns. Good, <laughs> good buddy. Good. Richard nuns. Nuns Richard. Yeah, Look chatted. at this. We've chatted. Well, there you go. Nice. Well, Nuds, if you remember, I bought my uh, the uh, Matrix Assault because you helped me. We we chatted for a while, yeah. and uh, you helped me make that final decision. So so that's good. Small world, my friend. Yes. No, that's cool. I want to thank you too, Nuns. I know you're off on you were off on a vacation day today, and uh, as soon as I sent it to you, you said, "Yeah, I'm in. I want to be on it." And and uh, thank you so much. So that's the thing. I did wasn't really pushing, but uh, Richard called me or texted me we've been texting back and forth earlier and then finally he said when are we going on and i said oh let's just do it now <laughs> so we jumped the we jumped the gun on you for sure so yeah but, we, we uh, touched a bunch of stuff but uh but we did we, are, we don't need any, we don't need any more nuns okay <laughs> <laughs> actually there, there's a bunch of guys in the room that that are gonna have some questions for you nuns. so i, I hope you sure. thank thanks for joining us that's awesome man it's yeah. great it's uh you're a great uh, ambassador to the sport, not just Polaris. Like you. you're, you know, it's nice to have uh, uh, an enthusiast like yourself uh, for the sport. Like it's amazing. Um, oh. You help everybody, no matter what they ride, and and uh, 
it's it, thanks for joining us and, and i know the guys in the room will be uh, will be happy and wanted to ask you some questions so Perfect. yeah Looking like that, that's nick I, I was saying uh, i've known nuns over the years just from you know facebook groups and things like that and i've run some clothing for him and and little decals and stuff and and it's he's one of those guys where you know i met him time to time and you feel like you've known him your whole life and and i i did mention that he was instrumental in getting us hooked up with michael castellick on that 50 edition and mike and i yeah. have become good friends and we ride all the time we're not sure why nunzio doesn't come out but <laughs> but you know, like I, I always say, and I was saying to, to another buddy of mine that, that Nuns is a true diehard. I mean, he clocks a lot of miles every year. Like, how many miles did you do that? Like, the last year, the year before kind of um, thing. year before, he did about 6,000. Last year, was about 5,000 miles. Yeah, nice. Wow. And that's, that's, that's great. You know, we were cut short there. Um, two, pro two provinces and two countries in one that's season. That's nice. 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 I mean, and the nice thing is that he, he does, he shares a lot of the rides with his wife, Karen, too, which I really love. I think that's, yeah. uh, that's awesome. So, and, and the, the other thing is he, like, this is how much of a diehard snowmobiler is. He, he runs a summer sucks party every year, except 2020. I mean, we're, we're going to have to do yeah. it probably as good next year. Um, that's actually the first time I think I met you was at your party. There we go. Oh, nice. There's a sign behind. That's awesome. I was hoping you'd do it inside your garage if you had Wi-Fi because this garage yeah. is awesome. It's oh, a player's. Yeah. It's a player's riding is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's he's got hoods hanging up on the wall, and we're gonna have to get you some uh, some Wi-Fi boosters to get out there. So, but he's also like aside from that, he's administrator with the Seven Hundred Five uh, Snowmobile Space Facebook group, and he's involved in his local snowmobile club, the Snowcrest Riders in Gravenhurst. Um, at a fairly high level, right? Yeah, I'm actually president of the club. You're, ah, I took that on. You can't go higher than that. Okay, what, you know, what, so. when did you start doing that, nuns? Just just last, this year or last, uh, last, last year? Okay, yeah. right on. And we've nice. got a, we've nice. got a really good we've got a really good board. A um, little bit of turnover is happening this year, but yeah, there's a great, good group of guys there. Yeah, uh, yeah that's good. And then, Are and you finding we also have a real time conditions group that we run as well? Oh, and that's nice. great too, right? And OFSC ambassador, he's a, he's yeah. a, an ambassador for the OFSC uh, Ontario Federation of Snowmobile Clubs and 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 Polaris ambassador uh, for 2020, and then they just renewed him this year. So oh, nice! Congrats. Congrats. I didn't know. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's, signed, that's just signed my contract this week. So good for that's you, bud. Awesome. That's awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah, so he's getting uh, he's getting a model of every Polaris snowmobile for free. Yeah. <laughs> and any live feeds he goes on, they also get Polaris snowmobiles. Yeah. He's almost like the Adam Sandler of Polaris. Like, so you and I are getting sleds, Richard. Yeah. Well, I got one coming in, but uh, it's maybe some accessories <laughs> or something. Actually, I couldn't find my hat tonight. I lost my Polaris hat. I don't know what I did with it. So, so I grabbed my old, uh, you know, yeah, from last year and, and, uh, you know, from, from snow checking last year, you got the towel and the. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But, so what? Uh, so you know that's that's kind of tooting Nunzio's horn. But how? Uh, what was your first sled, Nuns? How long ago was that? Like, what, what were you riding then? First sled, my family started off. We were on a couple of Yamaha Enticers. Um, we had Yamahas for a couple of years, and then um, little funny story. My brother and I went to Sudbury when they used to host this uh, poker run called the Indy Five Hundred. And when we were we went up there the first year, my brother and I were twenty years old, and. We went up there and we actually won the rally. Um, just fun poker ride. And 
we came home with an Indy 500, 91. <laughs> wow. And, and then you've never looked back. You've been on never since. Back. That's, that's been awesome. Since. That's awesome. <laughs> what a wicked story. So I never knew that. That's a great yeah. question. That's yeah. awesome. So we sold the two Yamaha we had, and we uh, sold the 500 that we won. And my brother and I bought two. He bought a 91 RXL, and I bought a 91 Carb 650. Oh, right. nice. We had enough money, bought an enclosed trailer. And put all our money together, and that was the start of our relationship with Polaris. So, oh, awesome. nice, nice, That's good, yeah. That's so, and lots of neat things. And I, I want to show a little clip of the video because I mentioned it. I mentioned Mike, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna show this right now. So, just oh, bear here with we you. go. <laughs> I don't know whether you've seen this or not, but uh, nuns, but no. here we go. Here, uh, um. Yeah, well, you know, you're riding with faster guys, though. You need it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole thing is nuns loves lining them up on the road. Nobody learns. Yeah, but what's um, what's what's the new Polaris compared <laughs> to yours? You know it's tough, but like the whole thing was for me, I couldn't keep it straight on the lake. Every time I would gun it, I'd be like leaning one that way. That sounds like an yeah. excuse for us. You guys ever heard one, right? Yeah, Red Rider says that uh, the Polaris is more um more vicious power like it's it's more instant and feelable where the skidoo is more smooth you know like <laughs> there, there there's a lot more of that story from that day with mike on the lake and even my wife karen will uh attest to what happened that day so that's too and funny there was some heated words at the end of like say the least but... <laughs> uh Nuns, if you don't mind, if we can ask you some questions of the new um, Polaris is coming out, um, yep. since you got to ride them there. Yeah. Um, can you just share with everybody in the room, like the the the, the main differences between the Axis and and the Matrix, um, in in the differences, the main differences, if there's any differences in handling, I don't think there is on that, but like the, the there, actually, there actually is a lot of there's okay definitely a little bit more on handling. Um, you sit an inch lower than you did on the the axis platform um the at the steering wheel you're five inches more narrow at the in the driver's position um it's corner to corner turning is unlike anything i'd ever driven before really um, it's it just everything feels like it's in the right spot um nice the new 7s display that players came up with is huge um you know where you can track when you can add your other anyone that has the 7s display or anyone in your group that's on the uh right command. Ride command i cannot we could add them um and to be able to, we tried it when we were down there and you know to be able to see where other riders are ahead of you or behind you is kind of cool um the other thing with the 7s display is you can totally set the temperature of your left and left and right hand warmers and your thumb warmer to the exact temperature that you wanted to stay at so like a thermostat. Yeah. And then it sets it as an ambient temperature. So when you're going down the lake and you're a little faster, it'll bump it up. When you're on the trails, it'll bring it down a little bit. Um, that's amazing. I, I think that's really good. I, I'm that's really a, looking forward to that. Now, now's the time we should watch that video, that uh, the promo. Uh, Nuns, I asked Nuns if there's anything, uh, like any videos that he'd like to share. I think this one's a good one because there's a, there's some key points in this that, that we can talk about. But here, I'm just going to share this this tab and just, just hang on for a minute here. Yep. 
Now, just a quick question on that display. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, are, are, did is Polaris updating the, the the map base from the old axis? Because I know some of them were 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 pretty out of, like the map the trails weren't uh, uh, up to date. There were some maps that were, were that weren't accurate. Do you know? There, I mean, I held that to you. I know you you yeah. may not know that, but it's <clears throat> the OFSC and some of the federations um, are. It's the OFSC is very protective of their the map system. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it just it's one of those situations where um, are they going to be the most up to date? Probably not. Um, I we use like we've had in our one of our sleds left till last year. Um, we never necessarily used it for trail riding, but it was more of just you got to a road crossing and you weren't quite sure where you were, or it, you could zoom it in and give you a better idea on your like on the GPS as to where you were. Okay. Um, but yeah, when I when I'm using Ride Command, it's I always <laughs> like it. When you're going there, you're dropping a track. When you're coming home, you're following that track. So you're following exactly mm -hmm. what you drop, which works yeah. well, I yeah. think. You know, I don't think yeah. that I get that all the time. Oh, it's not the same. You know, it's like, but you know what? It, it doesn't matter to me. I've ridden with Ride Command for years and yeah. it doesn't matter. I truthfully does not matter that the map, that the trails are not exact. It really doesn't. You, so you, here, you, that's, think, that's you think the OFSC, though, would share that with everybody just for the, the general good of the sport? You know what I mean? Like to upgrade. I, I get it. It's your your ecosystem. But, you know, it'd be nice if hopefully hopefully maybe they will one day. But, you know, it's there's there's a lot more behind the scenes when it comes right. to, the, to yeah. the yeah the map system, for sure. It's, yeah. um, you know, we're seeing it this year, especially, you know, um, with, you know, Gravener's with Snowcrest just dealt with an issue. Um, with some trespassing on with ATVs, and um, I think one of the things that, from what I've understand, is that you know we at the end they have to protect the landowners as much as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. True. Give, True. give everybody access to, you know, your trail system year round, opens up yeah. some issues. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. Valid point, nuns. Yeah. Yeah, good. for sure, for sure. Okay, so here let's let's check mm -hmm. out uh, the uh, the twenty twenty one model year offerings here. This is the new matrix platform. We've taken a step forward above and beyond the axis. The new matrix chassis is an effortless ride. The matrix just I can't wait. Awesome. <laughs> Made it even better. You know, that 650 performed unbelievable. It really felt almost like an 800. Fully exceeded any expectations. The thing was so fun to ride. The Walker Evans Velocity Shock on the VR1 really just absorbs the bumps and the moguls when you're riding. The sled's kind of doing most of the work for you. The switchback assault off trail with the Matrix platform was unbelievable. The combination of the smart hand warmers and the extra wind protection, it's really comfortable. The extra storage is always good to have. Going to the seven inch display, it's obviously a lot more visible. I really like being able to customize the interface. There is no other brand out there right now that is doing more for the rider experience than Polaris. Polaris is definitely raising the bar. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. But I it's true. I think it's I think they're they are doing a lot. It's they've they're, they've raised that bar. That headlight too, by the way, nuns is something oh, else. They call the it the blade or night blade. Uh, yeah. 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 I'll tell you, after driving them last January, the one sled that is going to surprise people, and I'm, I'm going to be watching for anyone that ordered the 650 for this coming yeah. season, is going to surprise people. Um, I would not want to be on 
another sled's 800 class and run into one. Put it on the. Oh, uh, you know, nuns. We before you came into the room, Gary and I were talking about that the 650 that we're. I'm looking forward to. I, I hopefully I, we come across someone that has one. So that but, yeah, that has got my attention more than anything else this year. Is that that uh, VR1 650 is is something else? They're saying like 130, 140 horse. Um, and fuel efficiency and oil efficiency, like no, no other. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then, and isn't that the the one we can, you can run eighty seven octane on? Yes, yes, that's huge. That's yeah. that's going to be a that six fifty will probably be in our garage for the next year. I would say. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'll be right over. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. No, I want to get my butt on one of those this year because that's something that that is that is just pure awesome. The other thing too, like just knowing from a do perspective to Polaris, is the uh, is the storage. Um, yeah. In in them, that's something that Polaris was always uh, shut down for. Is that no storage, no storage, and and now you look at those all integrated. The dash is opening up and yeah, and everything. Cool. And yeah, and, and they've, the, also, uh, they've got the new lock and ride system for this year that they are offering, and it's it's very similar to the like with BRP's product where it just clicks yeah. right into the behind, on the tunnel um it's i know a couple of our friends have already placed orders for those bags um, yeah nice so. nice yeah and that's the thing that's the other thing is that, that they didn't have the accessories and richard was saying he got the adapter yeah. to use link on his yeah. uh, i mean if you don't have to do that now if, if polaris is their own line that's that's even mm -hmm. better for the player owner to keep that brand and and the product line consistent you know yeah. It's uh, pretty exciting stuff. I mean, I, I'm really looking forward to it. The other thing that that you may not even think about, but I do, is that left handlebar control is yeah. now lit, and yes. it doesn't look like a kid's toy anymore. Those little <laughs> things that you push the little colored blocks into, yeah. it looks like a real snowmobile handlebar control. It's awesome. Well, I'll tell yeah. you, when we were down in January, and you know, they were asking what we thought of the Matrix platform, and I think the one thing that stood out to me was, and like no disrespect to Axis, Axis or any of the sleds in the past, but it was the Matrix was just the sled that you always knew they could build, and it was just yeah. that it just the fit and finish is finally there to like the level that you know that puts them, you know, at par and probably in certain perspectives better than the competition. Um, it just it all fits right, and you said as soon as you sit on it, you just you'll you'll, you'll understand like Richard when you get yours, you'll yeah. understand everything that we talked about in this. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm, wow. you know, like, I, I'm looking forward to that. And you did mention that when I was when I was, you know, contemplating on snow checking and, and keeping my my 2020 assault and uh, my buddy Steve the same thing. He had, he's he's coming from a, an 850 uh, XCR and he ordered the VR one, and and the same thing. It just everyone we spoke to yourself and and you know watching the videos and that have said it's like it's like night and day and and the handling. Like I, I honestly, nuns. I I thought the assault my on my with the axis chassis handled unreal, you know. So I, I'm I'm really looking forward to the the new layout and uh, and looking forward to that. So and the headlight system on it was was I mean I I couldn't get over how bright the LED system was on the on the uh, axis chassis and and now apparently with the matrix with that new headlight system it's even better. So everything's all good around as I'm looking forward to it. Like I rode the XCR 129 last year, and you know touted as probably yeah. one of the players sleds that they had put on the market and that day after swapping like back and then coming home 
after the event was over and riding my own sled, it was just like, wow. It's like when I, as much as I thought the XCR was like everything, it was just all I kept thinking was like, man, I'm like, the Matrix just did it better, you know? Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's it's good. Great. So. Yeah. But yeah, we're in the I've ordered a wrap for my sled. Um, I think. Uh, I yeah, I've seen that. It looks good. The red one. Like how nice yeah. clean it is. It's a nice, clean design. It's uh, really nice. I'll be doing a little, uh, do a little promo work with Arctic FX this year. Um, they're one of the partners with Polaris. So nice. Um, nice. Perfect. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, hopefully we get Mother Nature on our side and and do some big miles again this year. Yeah. Hopefully. How do you think? How do you think COVID in your in your mind? Not not anything else. How do you think it's going to affect uh, the season this year? Here's my thought. I think in our conversations and especially with some of the guys that we ride with, I think you're going to see a lot of riders maybe riding from closer to home when it's possible. Um, you know, we're already starting to think about trips and places we want to visit this year. And um, I'm certainly of the thought is I may not do a big saddlebag or we may not do a big saddlebag trip this year, um, but that we travel to a destination and stay there for a week. And then yeah. and do day trips. Uh, uh, Steve and I were talking about doing that, going to a place and staying and just doing day trips out of the same hotel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. It's. I think it'll be mindful in everyone's eye, in everyone's minds. Just you know, as much as I, I certainly love our trips when we go. But you know, what if you got three days into a trip and and everything went squirrely like it did in March? Um, yeah, exactly. That, you know, you're in a pan to get back to the trucks and and get home as quick as possible and. Um, so that's, and I, I can see people starting to think like that. And, you know, you, even when you're heading up to Cochrane or the Northern corridor, it's, you know, finding a home base and saying, okay, you know what, we can still do four or five days of day riding up North, um, without riding the same trails every day. Yeah. yeah no, that's exactly. a good point. It's a beautiful province, but, you know, and it's like, huge. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There's lots to see. And I, I mean, that's my thing is I, I don't have the time or funds to, to go big tripping and i see a lot of great things i don't regret it one bit you know it's uh um there's a lot of nice areas that are unexplored and that's the nice thing about snowmobiles it'll take you places that you can't get to by car or by motorcycle or by atv there's there's things you see that you can't even describe you know like one of the best uh, days, one of the best days we had last year karen and i left from home and we rode to aurelia we went across to Port Severn, and then we did a loop back through the west side of Muskoka um, towards Gravenhurst, and we did 150 miles that day. And it was just it was just so nice that a you could ride from home and experience you know four or five different clubs trail systems, um, you know with a mix of some lakes and some trails and um, having all the facilities readily available to you, and you know and for the guys. You know, maybe that don't live in Muskoka, but you know, you're an hour's drive from Barrie, and you're yeah. you're right in the middle of a beautiful snow belt. Um, so I th I really see that this year. Um, talking to some of the dealers, like the demand for sleds is already going through the roof. Um, That's awesome. That's good to hear. I, I, well, a good friend of mine's son owns a, a Polaris dealer out in Pemberton, BC, and he said they can't keep up to the side by sides. Polaris actually put on a third shift to. Yeah. To, wow. to keep up for the demand of side-by-side. -side. So, you know, here we are during bad times thinking things are doom and gloom. And it's nice to hear that actually people are, you know, are going to start doing more recreational things like snowmobiling, ATVing, or side-by-sides or, or whatever have you, you know, like it's, I think it's yeah. going to be a great thing. So 
Um, there's a question there, Nuns. I don't you can see it on the screen there. I ordered a yes. 2021 Assault 650. Do you know when Polaris will start building? Do you have any idea with that, Nuns? Or I don't. They, no, no. I've been, to, I've been, as I understand, that they are on schedule for production. Um, it's still early. Um, like last, it is. Year, last year, we got we had ordered two sleds. Last year, we got one in October, and the other one showed up in December. Um, yeah. So. My assault showed up in September last year. I got it the third week of September. So I guess oh. it just, like you said, depends on, uh, yeah, it was a long wait for the snow to fly. And I'm sitting on it in the garage, you know. So. Well, the good, the good thing is we have the guaranteed delivery date. So if. That's right. If is that December 1st, Nuns? I think it's December 1st, right? I think it has to ship by November 30th, 30th, December 1st. Okay. And if, it does, if it's not on, if it's not on route by then, um, we get what, 500 bucks? 500 bucks or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Domino's. It's like pizza delivery, you know, <laughs> 30 minutes are free. Here, yeah. here Richard is giving the guy from the dealer a map to his house. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh man. I, I honestly, that I, you know, take I'm thinking about days. that last year. Like last year I was surprised how early it came in. And to be honest with you, I was like, I didn't really want it. And then I thought, no, you know what? I'm coming to get it. So they, they put it together and I sat and talked to the guys while they assembled it and they set up the handlebars and whatnot. So, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that uh, that new Matrix nuns. I'm uh, and so is my buddy Steve, and it's uh, we're looking forward to it. I, I think they're going to be a great sled for sure. Yeah, yeah. From from the ambassador program, nuns. What what kind of things do you do? Like, tell us a bit about that program. Um. Well, you're basically it was just a lot of what I did in years past. A lot of riding. Um. We're expected to do a few events throughout the season. So last year, you know, we got with the guys from 705, the admin team. We admin team. Uh, we did our toy drive. Um, I helped the, the snow. We partnered with Snowcrest and the local players dealer Northgate, and we did a demo day trailside barbecue fundraiser for the club, which went over really, really well for us. Um, there was a young gentleman that had had his sled stolen and then recovered, so I got a little bit involved with that one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, so we got that and. <clears throat> Um, I think the whole thing with the ambassador was kind of funny last year. We were stopped. We were up in Timmins and we had stopped for a break and told a guy that I had never met, come right up to us and started chatting. And he was like, you're the Polaris ambassador guy. And he's like, I've seen you online. And it's ah! kind of cool that and it's, he was like in his mid forties, super nice guy and had a really nice chat with him. And, you know, we're given some players promo stuff at the end of the beginning of the season. And we were staying at the Westway and, Every night, I kind of thought it was funny because I would do a walk around the parking lot and any of the Polaris sleds, or I'd go through with my sled, and anyone that I'd seen driving a Polaris had some beer koozies and giveaway stuff and, you know, just thank them for driving Polaris. And people people like that. You know, it's awesome. They, that is awesome. We're, we're a very unique breed that we always want to chat about sledding no matter what. Oh, yeah. yeah it doesn't matter yeah. what season either. I, I, I said that to Gary, like, through the thing. Hey, Gary, you can... Send to this. I always send him when he's sending out the next sled video. Like seriously, you got to get me through this. This heat and the warm. I'm like, I'm. He's like, relax. I, I'm working on it. <laughs> you know, because you try to. That's the only thing that gets you through is watching snowmobile videos on YouTube, right? So yeah, yeah and I we wish were, we were at Big Chief a couple, few weeks ago with a friend of ours, and there was a bunch of us, and we're sitting on Big Chief. It's like 105 degrees, scorching hot, and we're sitting there and having in the water. And of course, what are we talking about? We're talking about sledding and sledding trips. And it was yeah, really nice. Hard. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. Then you think about that when you're out in the boat too. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get up here on this sled, you know. And it's you know, everything and you're driving along and sunny and hot July, and you're looking in the ditch going, 
Oh yeah, that'll be a good spot, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I'm not the uh, only one. You guys do it too. I know. Oh, I, my buddy Steve, he, he was driving up near Barry's Bay. He goes, I was looking at new places where we can ride through up near Barry's Bay. <laughs> I mean, right. he went for a drive for a day. I mean, you tell me that's not a snowmobile, right? A diehard. Oh snowmobile. yeah, it's a sickness. It's a sickness through. through. <laughs> it's sure. good. No, that's awesome. <laughs> we'll have to arrange something to get together, nuns, and, and do a ride because we're all very close, uh, you know, in the area there. So. I know Gary's over Port Sydney where I'm, I ride up with my friends are up in uh, the tall pines. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. It's yeah, great. Good. Great trails up there. So, and this yeah. year, Richard actually sent me a text today and he showed me and it's, it's going to be the best year ever for snow. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's what his Polaris dealer told him anyway. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. I actually, that they, yeah. It shows, uh, it shows like, like 10 feet of snow and it says it's going to be a bad year. And I said to him, I don't see that as a bad year. That's a that's a good year. <laughs> well, that's the, that's, that's the people who aren't snowmobilers, right? Bad to them and amazing for us, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, Where the guys getting? Get the, as long as we get the cold weather first. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the biggest fear is that we get dumped with snow in like November, or December, early December, and that creates a whole mess of problems. So yeah. you might get yeah. it with the war, warm lakes and the lake effect snow. It might just start coming, but. You know, and that's it's, what happened a few years ago. We had tons of snow, but no swamps or lakes froze. Yeah. You know, the lakes are so. the lakes are up like almost the well, Lake Simcoe or Kuching. I was out towards Sparrow Lake on the weekend, and like the water temperature is almost eighty degrees right now, um, which yeah. is which is very warm for this time of the year. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and I noticed well, the leaves are starting to change too up there. Like yeah. up on our little lake, it's. Uh, you can start to see the chloroforms coming out of the leaves and it's getting to be well, an exciting time of year, man. I know up in Algonquin Highlands, I was, I was saying to Steve, I got a text cause I, I comes across my weather and I'm like, you got a heavy frost advisory going up there. Yeah. That's a good sign, right? Yeah. Out of the sleds. <laughs> well, you, start see, you start seeing the frost and you, you know, you hear the geese right, flying overhead, you know, it's, it's almost that time. Right. So. But the one oh, thing but, I will uh, say guys, and that's if to anyone that's watching this video, um, you know, if you have some spare time in the fall or this coming season, um, every snowball club in Ontario is in desperate need of help. Um, yeah. If you could spare a couple hours, anything you could offer, um, you know, if you don't know who to reach out to, you know, find me on, send me a message, um, anything. But like every club in Ontario is in desperate need because the whole system runs on volunteers. Yeah, that's a good system. point. You well, know, I know Tall Pines, uh, nuns, and you probably know that it's yeah. run by the, the one young fella. Yeah. He's basically doing everything himself. The grooming, he's the president. Like it's, uh, and and he does an amazing job. But yeah, it's a, a well, well point. You know, good point to make that that you know it runs off volunteers for sure. Don't. What I will say is because I just became involved in in our local club, the New Dundee Snowmobile Club here, uh, about three years ago. I think was my first year. I I helped out. It's a blast. Like it is so fun. Yeah. But I don't rely on the checkbox on the OFSC form, you know, where it says, would you be interested in volunteering yeah. for your local club or whatever? Because they don't often see it. And that's the issue is I check that box in two. So I usually buy two passes. So I buy one for where I ride up north and one here. And when I first got back in a few years ago, I bought Plattsville, Drumbo and New Dundee. And I check and I'd never hear from either one of them. And then finally I said to my buddy Moose, you know, I want to help out. And he goes, get in, like, come on, let's go. We're, we're staking like whatever date. So I went out and helped him stake. What a riot. We've been doing it every year, but he, that's where they said is we don't often get that information from the OFSC. That might be an internal thing. And 
it's better just to reach out to the club direct. So go on Facebook and find your local club and message somebody there. Or if you don't know, hit me as well. I'm on, I'm an OFSC ambassador as well, yeah. or Nunzio. If you can find them on Facebook, I'll put kind of a link in the description of this video when it goes on replay broadcast and uh, we'll, we'll both help you out. No problem at all. And, and, and get you situated because you know, we need help in our area. There's one section of the trail we talked about closing because we just don't have the volunteers to stake it. And up north, they've got a worse battle because the amount of forests and trees and stuff that they have to clear out to open them. And there's well, nothing worse than, than being in the club and seeing people, the keyboard warriors going, why isn't it open? Why isn't it open? I mean, and these guys are looking at thousand miles of, of trees falling in the trail. I mean, it's not even recognizable. Oh, the guys in yeah. Elliot, the guys in the club in Sault Ste. Marie, Elliot Lake last year, like they had a mother, like a really, really rough go of trying to open trails from all the deadfall. And I think they didn't open their trails till mid-February last year. No um, way. And it was wow. just because there was just kilometer after kilometer of, of deadfall. Um, See, you don't hear nice, that. Ice storms. Um, so, um, but yeah. There's there's something I'm working on right now. I just I'm hoping in the next few weeks I can sort of get it all tidied up, um, where it might help stream some of the information or for people looking for information from clubs. Um, nice. So it's, it's it's something I've had in my mind for about a year now, and it was just I think it, I think it's ready for it. Um, nice. One of the one of the clubs in Ontario they just posted on their Facebook a few days ago, and um, where most of their executive is in a position that they're they're done, they're just tired. And, you know, it's a sign of the times. Um, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna see more and more of this. Where volunteers with the clubs that have been around for twenty years are saying, you know, yeah, they're, they're burnt out. Older. Yeah, and yeah. We gotta, we gotta somehow get the young faces in there. Um, yeah, and it, it's fun. And I mean, a lot of we we are fortunate because we have a uh, um, we have support from Team Vincent Motorsports, which is our local BRP dealer, and also the uh, Air Turf and Track, which is a uh, they have Articap franchise and and Kubota, and they they both lend us side by sides to do the trail staking for the for the times we need it. And I know they're both awesome. active and yeah, it is. So I mean, it's like you can't go wrong. I mean, everybody, the clubs have the support from local businesses. And it's just a matter of getting the bodies in place to do it. You know, like I, I've been out a few times helping with our club, and it's. You know, you go out for a day and, you know, A, you hope it's not raining or, or like wet snow at the beginning of the season. And like you get home at the end of the year, like, wow. But you, you look at what you accomplish and it's like, you know, if it was a club that had one or two members, what would you do? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm writing a message here. Oh, yeah. Like, well, uh, sometimes we don't know they need help and and could it be set up saying. a better way? I think that's what Nunn's plan has got some ideas for that. But mm -hmm. I think it's just a matter of, of taking some initiative and, and contacting them yourself as well. Um, you know who your local club is. You know who you put your permit dollars. You check that box off. Um, give them. Most of the club keep, keep, has got a Facebook page now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know, it's that's how I got. That's how I certainly originally. You know, Ontario Conditions Forum is a really good forum as well. Um, it's. It's just reaching out to them, and I don't, I can't imagine the club material refusing help right now. No, no. that's right. That's yeah, right. No. And to the oh. average letter, they don't realize, you know, like right now, this is like when the trail, when our trails actually open, like that's when a bunch of us can sort of say, oh, thank God. 
you know, because you've been working towards it for three months leading into it. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, and you know the best the best feeling is is when you <laughs> ride up on on a section of trail and you go, I put that stake in, you know, <laughs> I put that sign in, you know, and I. I always say that like, you'll, you'll probably hear comments here and there, and these are the best marked trails in Ontario. And it's like, that's the section that I did, you know? So it's kind of neat. It's a, it's fun, man. It's a, it's a boys and girls club when they're out staking trails. It doesn't matter if you're, you're a guy or a girl or whatever. And, and the, uh, it's just, it's a blast. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of fun. We met ahead of time at a rod and gun club last year and, and they brought coffee in and donuts and everything. And then after it was all done, we met back there for coffee and donuts. And and uh, it was great. It was just an overall good time. Yeah, oh, that's good. So, but uh, I, did you have anything else to 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 add there, Nunzio? We've been going for an hour and twenty, Richard. I can't yeah, believe. <laughs> Well, hopefully we're going to make this a weekly thing or something, Gary. I think it's great. I'm, yep, definitely. Yeah, and, and whatnot. So. Yeah, and we'll get nuns back after you get some uh, some more uh, secrets to unveil, and and away we go. But uh, I I'm I'm going to be not near technology next week, so next week we'll be in hiatus. But I have uh, David Cook from Euclear coming on in uh, in two weeks. So and nice. I'm trying I'm trying to lead Mark Bow on the on the live stream as well. So hopefully he's been pretty chatty in the chat tonight. So. Hopefully that means he'll uh, he'll he'll want to see his uh, his face on the big screen, you know, on the cover Rolling Stone. We should get, get Luke from Duverbond. Yeah, for sure. If you have any suggestions as well, anybody watching this, just yeah. shoot them a PM. We uh, Richard has a couple of things up his sleeve as well with uh, with some really good special guest ideas. And uh, if you have any special guests you think would be a good fit for the show, then just. Uh, Reach out to them first to make sure they're they're open to it. Send them a link to this video, and then we'll definitely. I, I let's keep it going. This is a this is a chat about snowmobiling, and um, you know, and it's just a bunch of people passionate about the sport, and hopefully we can learn something along the way. You know, so thanks again, nuns. I know it's your your day off, and I really yeah, thanks, appreciate nuns. you coming in and sharing your insights and. We're really looking forward to the, the 2021 player snowmobiles. Maybe when you get there, we can come up there and uh, and do a live reveal on it. Yeah, yeah that would be, be all right. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? I'd love that to see That would be cool. So. That would be great. Okay. Awesome. Right, Thanks, Nuns. Appreciate it. Hey, take care, Nuns. Thank you for sharing all your information. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks a lot uh, for everybody that's watching right now yeah. and everybody that likes the video and subscribes. I really appreciate it. Did I, I say it before? I'll say it again. When I did the fan video, some people might laugh and go, "Hey, you only had ten responses or whatever." Hey. I, was, I wasn't expecting any, so that really that really broke my or or not broke my heart. It made my heart, you know, warm like the Grinch uh, <laughs> to know that that people actually care and and the content's good. So there's more to come keep watching and and we'll uh we'll keep going on for bigger and better things thanks again guys thanks guys yeah thanks gary